tell me if this sounds like you. You'd love to see your business and impact consistently move up and to the right. You'd love to serve your clients at a higher level because status quo just isn't your speed. You'd love for your unique voice to be heard in a busy marketplace because you're the real deal and you deliver. If this sounds like you, welcome. You're in the right place. My name is Ginny Townsend. Now, let's up level. Hello and welcome back to another incredible episode with the Up Level with Jeannie Townsend podcast. And in this episode, I'm incredibly excited to interview an, a wonderful expert on gamification in your business. You're going to be blown away by Tamalia Lorenzen. And before I get started, let me just tell you a little bit about her. She teaches entrepreneurs to incorporate engaging gamification into their online courses and memberships. In the training industry for over 20 years, she has worked with companies like Prudential Financial, IBM, and Starbucks. So we've heard of them, right? <laughs> From this experience and as adjunct faculty at local universities, she's developed a process for creating online programs that students are excited to engage with, implement, and get results. Welcome to Up Level with Ginny Townsend. Tamalia. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. This is this is gonna be a fun conversation. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I'm <laughs> So, so would you mind starting out by answering a simple question of how would you define gamification? Um, so you think that's a simple question, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So depending on who you ask, you might get slight variations in the definition of gamification, but I like to keep it really simple and just say that gamification is using game mechanics or game strategy to motivate your customers to do something specific. Hmm. Okay. So I know we'll get into more specifics, but would you mind just with that definition in mind, giving a, um, like a specific example? Yeah, you bet. So I'll use examples that we're all familiar with, right? So one of the things that probably most of us are familiar with is Starbucks yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, they have a program called Starbucks Rewards. And one of the things that they do great that is an application of gamification is the Starbucks rewards where you gain points towards free um, coffee and pastries, et cetera. Now, uh, while I'm giving that example, I do want to say that a lot of people, as soon as they hear gamification, their mind immediately goes to badges, points, mm -hmm. leaderboards, things like that. And those are certainly part of gamification. But what they are is the outcome of the strategy. So they're like a tactic or an end result. But the, the leaderboard and the points, et cetera, are not the strategy itself. But using Starbucks, because we are all familiar with that, they use uh, points. So you can accumulate points as you buy things, right? And then one of the great things that they do inside the app is show you a progress bar. So they show you how far you have yet to go to get how, you know, more stars and enough stars for a free drink or pastry, et cetera. And then they also do fun things like little challenges, which is also a piece of gamification where they say, hey, if you buy something from Starbucks five days in a row, then you will get this many points. Um, and then of course they have like holiday games and summer games, which are like a, an advanced, more uh, futuristic version of what we all know, which was McDonald's Monopoly. Do you remember that? Oh yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That may be that may be like the original um, example of gamification in in a mass scale by a retailer. Mm. Uh, and obviously, that was a lot 
more hands-on and less technology. But you, you get the idea of how those, uh, those tactics are motivating people to do something specific, right? And in both cases, it's getting us as consumers to buy more. Um, yeah, brilliant. It <laughs> yeah, it really, it really does. And yeah. I, as you were giving that definition, I was actually thinking about the Starbucks app. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's a, it is a great example. And it, it shows you how powerful gamification can be because over, I believe the number is 30% of uh, Starbucks sales are, are from Starbucks rewards. Wow. Owners and actually, I think it's more than that. I'll have to check my facts, but it's a big number. So yes. it really affects people's purchasing behaviors. I, I know I'm guilty, and I even know what's behind that strategy. Right. <laughs> but yes. I'm like, oh, I only have to go five days in a row, and I'll get a hundred more points. Okay. Done. <laughs> Done. But the thing is, I think, and this may be an obvious statement, but gamification also incorporates fun into the experience, right? Yes. Like absolutely. the dopamine or whatever, all of the chemical hits that you get from that is completing a challenge or like, Ooh, I got rewards. So my upgrade for coconut milk, which is, which is my thing <laughs> is paid for. And you yes. just feel like you're like hacking the system, but really you're engaging with their brand even more. That, yes. And yeah. I think that's the thing that's so fascinating about gamification to me is I've always been fascinated by human behavior in lots of different mm -hmm. ways. Mm -hmm. And this is just an extension of that. So when you said dopamine, that's perfect because we are all motivated by challenge Mm -hmm. accomplishment, achievement, right? Or I mean, challenge, challenge, achievement, dopamine, mm -hmm. right? So think about that challenge, achievement, dopamine. And that dopamine is that positive uh, hit you get anytime you see a little red mark next to your Facebook page saying you have another comment or another like or another notification. Facebook yeah. does gamification really well also, which is why we're all so addicted to it. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's, not, it's not our fault. It's Facebook's fault. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Wonderful. So how did you actually get into specializing in this area? Yeah. Um, so uh, as you mentioned, I have been in the training industry for over 20 years. So have been teaching in all different kinds of capacities. And then just in the last eight or nine years, I started teaching as adjunct faculty at a couple universities. Um, and the things that I would teach would be a lot of soft skills, uh, leadership, motivation, things like that, but also marketing um, and selling. And the marketing and selling really motivated me to learn more about human behavior. And then being a teacher itself motivated me to not be standing in front of a bunch of people who were completely unengaged. Right? Right. Because, I mean, there's nothing worse than standing in front of a group of, let's say, 20 year olds at 8 a.m. in the morning and they are not responding to you and they are just staring at you with blank faces. So over the years of training, I kind of developed my own way of ensuring that my classes, my courses were engaged and that they were excited to be there. And that to be honest, one of the very um, selfish reasons was I knew I could get paid more if my mm -hmm. feedback came back as very positive, right? This yeah, was the yeah. class, this was super exciting. The instructor was so engaging. I knew that would help me to get paid more, but also it helped the students get results. So it, it's, it was kind of a, an odd thing. Like I had been teaching for a long time and kind of developing my own system for making sure that I wasn't standing in front of a bunch of blank faces for four hours. And I heard a podcast about gamification. I was like, oh, that sounds really interesting really dug into it and realized that a lot of the things I was using were gamification. 
So then I just, I just kind of went all in and got certified in a couple different levels of gamification. And, and it, it is re I'm really fascinated by all of it. And like I said, kind of combining the, the education and the gamification has just been really, really awesome. That is incredible. And something that, that struck me as you were explaining this process is you even gamified the process for yourself. You're like, well, if I get better results, I can get better pay. <laughs> how can I, how can I up level? <laughs> you know, like exactly. how can I gamify my own experience? So that's, and that's, that's, that's pretty yeah, I had, a, I had a goal, right? Like I said, I wanted my students to get results so I could be a quality teacher, but I also wanted them to be able to say like, oh, that was an amazing class and I had so much fun so I could get paid more and Brilliant. it all worked out. Yeah. Brilliant. So, all right. You are talking to entrepreneurs and business owners at this moment. Yeah. Why is gamification important um, as an entrepreneur or business owner? So I, this might be a controversial statement, but whatever you are selling, whatever you are teaching, a hundred other people are selling that same thing or teaching that same thing, right? right? And it's one of the first things that I teach my marketing students is, look, whatever idea you come up with is probably not the first time that idea has been thought of. So it's your job to make sure that it's interesting and appealing to the customer in a way that they want to buy from you and not one of your other 100 potential competitors, right? So right. gamification is one way to do that. It's a way to stand out, to create some fun, to create an experience for your customers. And in um, online courses, which is kind of what I'm focusing on, it's a way to set yourself apart from a typical online course. So it, it's important in business because as, as business expands and as your business expands, you have to grow. You have to get better at what you're doing if you want to continue to have a successful business and to have people choose you over your competitors. Without question. Without yeah. question. Yes. And what I also think is interesting is let's say a hundred other people are teaching the same thing you are. Well, first of all, that's not a bad thing. That means there's a bunch of right. buyers. Yeah. Not a bad thing. No. Yes. And then all you really need to do is go the extra mile and you'll stand out. So they've yep. proven there are buyers and really just deliver on the experience. And here, I would love to know your thoughts on this. Actually. I feel like we are much more from a consumer perspective. We are much more into paying for experiences. Mm -hmm. We're willing to pay a premium for an experience versus just a product. Absolutely. What's your take on that? Yeah, oh, I, <laughs> absolutely. And I'm, I'm totally guilty of that all the time. And again, what's funny is even when you know all the behind, behind the scenes stuff about how human behavior works and how marketing works and how gamification works, you still fall for it, which tells you how powerful it is, right? Right, right. But, um, I, I tell this to my students all the time. Mm -hmm. There are... I, we'll go back to Starbucks because I can't help myself, but there are a lot of coffee shops in the small town that I live in. This town, is, the population is about 60,000 people. But for 60,000 people, we have 12 coffee shops. Wow. The problem is most of those coffee shops are just serving coffee. Mm. And that's fine, but there aren't enough people in this community who just want coffee. They want an experience with their coffee. And that's why Starbucks still does really well because they do a really good job of training their baristas, of the rewards, of the environment, of the music they provide. Everything they do is providing that experience. Now, if you want to go like kind of a higher level with this, it's shown that people are spending, like especially millennials, are spending more money on doing things than they are on buying things. 
But that yeah. doesn't mean that they won't buy things that have doing things wrapped around it, right? Right. So buying, um, for example, like Tom's shoes, right? That was uh, really a, a popular thing to do about eight years ago because it wasn't just buying shoes. It was buying the experience of helping someone else out. So I, yes, you are correct. <laughs> buying an experience is way more important to most people than just buying a thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it makes sense, doesn't it? it really yeah, does. and honestly, those are the people you want as your customers. You don't right. want customers who just want the cheapest price. Yes. Right. Yes. Because they'll nickel and dime. Yes. So, like, want, they'll be the, the, the support hell. Yes. <laughs> Always ask customers who Always want ask for a refund. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well said. Well said. So, in addition to Starbucks, because clearly they're doing this very well. Yeah. <laughs> Would you mind sharing a couple other brands, maybe even a little bit more accessible in size to, to whoever may be listening yeah. today that's, that's doing gamification really well in their business? You bet. So um, one of my favorite places in my community is uh, the gym. It's called uh, True. So it's a, I think it's a, a small, small franchise. But the location here, it's called True Fitness. And uh, what they do, because obviously uh, getting to the gym is a challenge, right? And it's good for them if their members be become more frequent at, at showing up at the gym, right? Building a right. habit so that when it, it comes time to renew their membership, they're, they're ready to do that. They're in the habit of showing up three to four times a week, right? And they don't right. want to give up their membership. It's, mm -hmm. also, it's also good for the members because if they're showing up more often, they're getting better results. Mm -hmm. So what they do is every once in a while, they'll do a fun little challenge, right? So for, for Christmas, they handed out these beautiful little cards. And I think they were like five by seven and they were glossy and beautiful. And they had like check uh, or like punch boxes. And so you had to do certain things to get punches on this card. And if you got so many uh, punches, then you would be put into a drawing for different kinds of um, prizes. And nice. then if you had like the, the most punches, which I think was 20, then you got, uh, I think it was two or three free sessions of personal training, which is actually genius because then for the people who win two or three sessions, they're, they're probably going to fall in love with that personal training. And now you have an upsell, right? right. And, and it's a small gym. And there, I, I asked them once, actually, I was like, you're doing such a great job at adding this gamification to the gym. Um, who's your marketing person? And they're like, oh no, it's just us. So totally doable, even if you're just one person running your business. Wow. That's great to hear. That's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And another, another quick example is mm -hmm. any place you go that has like a punch card, whether it's like a, uh, a restaurant or, okay, go back to the coffee shops again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Um, that is a simple, very early on example of gamification because it's like a progress bar, right? Once you get two or three punches on that punch card, you are motivated to keep going back and keep making purchases so you can get to that free meal, right? Yeah. And uh, one of the really cool things I read about once was that it's your chances of getting a repeat customer from that punch card goes up something like 60% if you give them two punches instead of one on their first ooh, visit. Ooh. It? And it's such a, like, it, it's just, it's like tricking the brain. So they feel like, oh, wow, I have two instead of only one. Now I'm more motivated to keep going. That's really good. And you know what it also makes me think of is Target. They have, you know, like they have a, the red card. 
which yes. can be like a debit or credit, whatever. And so like I have the, the red card, debit card. And at the bottom of my receipt, every time, because you save 5% by using it, mm -hmm. every time it shows you how much you've saved that calendar year. Mm. And so I remember one time I was just like, woohoo, I've saved over $100. And I was like, wait a minute. So that's 5%. That means I've spent over $6,000. We don't, we don't like, think about that part. No, we don't like to think about that. But it was just like, ah, the hit of like, yes, I've somehow gamed the system. Yes, yes. <laughs> so and, I'm winning at Target. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. So because you specialize in online courses, or that's what you're focusing on right now. Yeah. Do you know of any course, would you mind sharing any course creators that you've seen that do gamification really well? Yeah, um, I actually think Stu McLaren does a really good job mm -hmm. with his tribe course. Um, yeah, he, so, so the thing about gamification um, and my particular kind of process for adding it to online courses is called engaging gamification. Um, and there's several things that are kind of in that process. So basically there's five principles. So engaging gamification is making progress visible, providing feedback loops, um, my mind went blank, uh, fun and celebration, simplify and micro learning. So mm -hmm. all of the, he does a really good job of incorporating all of those things. So he has, he has numerous ways of making sure that you can see your progress. Mm -hmm. So each module, each lesson, you get to physically click it as done, right? Yes, which is so satisfying, right? It is, and that's exactly it. Each one of those little things moves people along, and when you're teaching an online course, that's what you want people to do. You want them to continue to consume your content so they implement it and get results. Beautiful, beautiful. So what, well actually, would you mind taking one or two of those, and I know you were talking, you mentioned how Stu does the, the progress, but like micro learning, actually that, yeah. that word kind of, I just want to know more. Would you mind yeah. like digging a little bit more into that? Of course, of course. So micro learning is basically the concept that our human brains are not set up to consume masses of information all at one time. So first of all, we're not set up to consume tons of information in one sitting, right? Number two, as busy as everybody is these days, if you want someone to complete your online course, you're gonna to have to give it to them in tiny, tiny pieces mm -hmm. so they can listen to uh, you know, your audio or watch your video while they're in the taxi, right? Or while they're waiting in line at the grocery store, um, little pieces. So micro learning basically says that like your, your ultimate time frame for let's say a recorded video is no more than 15 minutes. Now, you and I have probably both been through courses where the, the videos are 45 minutes to an hour yes. long. Yes. It doesn't, it doesn't mean uh -huh. that we don't do it. It's just harder for people to get through it. And it's our job as online course creators to make it as easy as possible. Um, again, because it's twofold. Mm -hmm. Your course members are going to implement and get results and that's good for them. And because they're getting results, they're going to sing your praises. And then you, um, can, you know, get positive feedback about that for your next round of marketing. And also, um, they're a prime candidate for your next level, right? Maybe it's your high level coaching. If they've gone through your course and they've gotten great results, now they're willing to spend even more money with you and continue on along your um, customer journey. Beautiful, beautiful. So really it is just thinking about your customers where they're at, thinking about when they'll engage with it, the context in which they'll watch. Like you said, it could be like a taxi or Uber or 
grocery store line, whatever, like the pockets of time is how I think about it. Yeah. And that's even like how I choose to listen to podcasts. I'm like, well, I have 15 minutes. I'll listen to what, you know, whatever. Um, yes. so I love, I love that, that piece of it. But then also it's like, once someone has already consumed your content and I'm, I guess I'm speaking from my own experience, those courses that you referenced that we've all taken that had 45 minute or so videos, it was so hard to go back and actually find her. I was like, I remember they addressed this. Yes. I don't, oh, like I don't have time to watch this whole video again versus like, yes. Just thinking through like, how will someone be able to come back and reference this as well? Right. So I think and you're, it, it's brilliant. Yeah. And is it, so it's, is it really your student's um, job to try to find information? Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. They're paying you to <laughs> give them the information. So the short videos, you got it, Jenny, the short videos make it much easier to find information when they need it again, which they're, you know, who, whoever watches something one time through and they're like, got it. Perfect. Keep going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yes, you brought up a very good point there. Nice. So what about someone's business? And we are supposing that, um, you know, like obviously our listeners, most of them have online businesses or they're predominantly online or the others are looking to add online components. So with that in mind, what, how can these business owners think about bringing gamification into their business? Like at what point? Well, um, I, I think it's important from day one, right? Anytime you're providing a, a service or a product, um, it, that's when you should start thinking about it because it's gamification. It can be added afterwards, right? But if you're at the beginning of your business, why not start thinking about it now? Thinking about how you can make it basically easier on yourself to get customers, to be able to charge higher prices and to get them to become return customers because you've helped them to get results, whatever that may mean for your business, and you've delivered an experience to them that might actually be a little bit of fun, right? Yeah, well said, well said. So if someone was looking um, to add gamification into their business from the product perspective, mm -hmm. say an online course, I think we, we can wrap our minds around what that can look like. And I'm sure, like, I'll be asking you about some recommendations here in a bit on software and things like that. But but what if they wanted to add gamification into other parts of their business? So let's say it was something like customer support or onboarding. Um, even if they have some kind of a business or part of the component of their business is offline, is there a way that, like, what questions could they ask to start thinking about bringing gamification into maybe the, yeah. the other areas that aren't For soft? sure. Yeah. And, and keep in mind that gamification can be as simple, like I said, as a punch card. Um, I believe the first kind of agreed upon occurrence of uh, including gamification into a product was when Cracker Jack put like a prize in the box. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that, I think that was like 1912. So wow. it does not have to be complicated. And I, I like to talk a lot about how technology does not even have to be part of the equation. It can be. Um, but uh, so to, to bring it into your business, the questions that you want to ask yourself are number one, and the most important one is, what do I want the customers to do, mm. right? What is the outcome? Because you can, yeah. add, um, you can add games and prizes and you can add uh, points and things like that. But if you don't know what you're trying to get your customers to do, that's going to all be a, a big waste of your time. So right. the first question, yeah, first question I would ask is what, what do you want them to achieve? The second question I would ask is what is the easiest way that I can get them to do that, right? What's the okay. easiest way and 
incorporate the kind of the principles of gamification. And the reason for, I always ask that question is, if you start getting into complications of technology and coming up with these grand schemes, it's most likely not going to happen, right? Right. And you can also over confuse your customers. So um, my husband gets really mad at me a lot because I don't like to play card games. I don't like to play card games unless it's Uno or Go Fish mm. because <laughs> to me, there's too many rules. It's too oh, complicated, sure. right? And maybe sure. if I if I took the time to learn it, it would be a different story. But the, my point there is that I refuse to do something if it becomes too complicated for me, right? Yeah. Yeah. You never want to have a game or any kind of point system or anything along those lines that's so complicated that people just go, I don't get it. Because then obviously it doesn't do any good, right? Right. The third thing I would tell you uh, or have you ask, so first is what do you want them to accomplish? Second is what's the easiest way I can incorporate gamification? And then number three is did that work? Right. So go back and analyze your results so that, you know, should I do that same idea again? Should I expand on it or should I just drop it all together and start from scratch? Hmm. That's good. That's good. And I appreciate the simplicity of that framework because, um, yes, again, as business owners, we, we don't generally just sit around with nothing to do. Right. Um, but then we're also really looking to serve our clients at the highest level with this framework too. So I think you've hit, you've hit all the points with that. That's brilliant. Nice. So I know, and I, I referenced that I would ask you about this a couple moments ago, but what platforms would you recommend for someone exploring gamification for an online part of their business? Yeah. So um, my answer again might be kind of controversial, but I don't have a particular platform that I recommend. And the reason for that is we can all get lost in the question of what's the best fill in the blank, right? How many times have we tried to figure out like, what's the best um, email software? What's the best, uh, right? What's the best software for creating a a sales funnel? And you, it does, you can ask a hundred different people and get a hundred different answers. So at some point you just have to decide for yourself. So I'm, I'm really, uh, I, I strongly suggest that you use whatever you already have and incorporate gamification in ways that may not involve the technology. Now, that's not to say that there aren't platforms that have some kind of gamification built in. And if you have a particular platform that you're using, you know, ask, uh, ask the support group or just do a little bit of searching um, and you may run into those um, different uh, elements that your software has. But even if you just use Facebook right now, like you can create a whole online course on Facebook because they have groups that are called social learning groups. And within that, they have gamification already built in. You can separate uh, material out into units. They have progress bars. The students can check that they've done each thing. So, and that's free, right? Yeah, so to it's me, wild. It's about, yeah, to me, it's not what, it, what is the best platform. To me, it's what platform do you have? Go with that because you're more likely to actually incorporate it into your business and you get better results faster. Beautiful, beautiful, great answer. I appreciate that. And I appreciate controversy around that too. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Well, what is one of the things that has surprised you the most about gamification? Well, I think the thing that surprised me the most is how, um, how prevalent it really is. And a lot of us don't 
if you if you if you aren't if you aren't looking for it, you, you don't see that it's there. But again, it works on us, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, like another example would be um, the Apple Watch, right? So I'm right. I'm wearing mine today. Mm -hmm. um, the thing that you may overlook if you're not aware of gamification is how uh, how much time Apple put into designing the circles, right? So if mm -hmm. you if you um, get whatever your calorie goal is for the day, if you get that, then the circle closes and it does this fun little like, hooray, you did it, right? So um, satisfying. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even close today. Dang it. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I think that's the thing that's surprising to me is that so many large companies and small companies are incorporating it because they know it helps affect human behavior. The companies that are really successful or the entrepreneurs who are really successful at implementing it are the ones who are thinking about what results do they want, right? What results do they want on the end and designing whatever gamification they include um, to, for that outcome, right? I think the other thing that's kind of surprising when I first got into gamification was uh, obviously it's called gamification for a reason. A lot of it is based on uh, the concept of games right now, if, if gamification kind of started in 1912, well, we're only talking about board games at that time. Oh, sure. Most of us can probably relate to video games from like uh, the late 80s, early 90s, like uh, Super Mario Brothers and Zelda and things like that. Um, all of those uh, are great examples, obviously, of gamification. That's where a lot of this came from. But when you really start to analyze what the principles of gamification are, you start to see them in the games we played, right? And why perhaps we spent so many hours playing them. So uh, it's just kind of fun to look back and see all of the things that really do have gamification wrapped into them. Right. And I would imagine that our listeners, and I, I'll speak for myself, but um, after listening to this episode, we'll start to see more and more gamification in their world from like a grocery store to the yep. coffee shop to the gym to all the social networks we're a part of and at the different courses obviously as well absolutely absolutely wonderful well is there uh like a next best move for our listeners to say you know what i'm really interested i'm sold on the idea of gamification i think it'll help me serve my clients better i think it'll be more profitable for my business what would the next step be um, as we wrap up this episode yeah. Um, so it, if you if you are looking for like external resources, um, there are a couple really amazing books that talk about uh, gamification. I've got a few of them um, behind me here. I would say probably one of my favorite ones is called Gamify. Mm -hmm. uh, Gamify. I don't have the author's not. I don't have it right on the top of my uh, head. But also, Play to Learn is an amazing book, and that's really centered more on education. Um, and how incorporating gamification into the, the whole education system uh, has made some, some huge differences in how it can continue to impact uh, students. Um, but also, you, you can always visit my, uh, my Facebook group, which is Engaging Gamification. So if you just search for that on Facebook, you will certainly find our group and kind of join up with some other like-minded people who are interested in applying this to their business. Wonderful. And then in addition to that Facebook group, where can our listeners go to find out more about work and resources you've created? Yeah. So you can go to engaginggamification.com. 
So engagginggamification.com. And uh, the first thing you'll see there is a freebie called Five Easy Peasy Ways to Add Engaging Gamification to Your Online Course. Love it. And yeah, and, and even if you don't have an online course, it's a great download for you because it, it goes through the five principles of engaging gamification into a, it, more detail than what we talked about today um, and give some examples that'll really help get your mind started. Great. And then we will make sure to list those resources in the show notes. So awesome. Tamalia, this was so much fun. Thank yes. you for just delivering, sharing the gold around gamification and why we should really value it as business owners wanting to up-level what we do. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of Up Level with Jenny Townsend. I can't wait to see you next week. Until then, continue to be up and to the right.